Yo, it's a Stuart Lee Small Podcast. It's episode 724. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Oh, I shot out of the blocks there. It has been some <laughs> time, and I apologise. Mainly my fault, but we have been away. We have been busy, and we have been... Oh, I was so desperate to get back here, and we here we have. are. It's like the busier we get, the more we want to do the pod. I thought and you were the... going to drop a John Fane then. What? Well, he's... Uh, He's fine. Hang on. I'm going to turn the heat off. Now, for those that uh, uh, are... Listen to this. This is uh, high tech. Okay, ready? There we go. Background (laughs) noise should be off now. Uh, It has been ice cold, and these mornings here Uh, in regional Victoria... Thank you, Lauren Clark. At least your bell hasn't iced up. Uh, It's... uh, It has literally been ice cold. I walk the dogs uh, prior to the podcast most times, uh, because I am up very early, and... (laughs) My, it's crunchy underfoot these days, and I'm walking. I almost turned back from the park. It was so foggy the other morning. Yeah, I couldn't literally couldn't see four foot in front of me. Unreal. Uh, it is cold, and I'm wearing shorts because I've heard that if you wear, uh, if you get cold, mm-hmm. and the colder you are, mm-hmm. the more brown fat you burn, or something. Oh my god, you're such is there a anything? Sucker. Is there anything worse? Thank <laughs> you, Lauren, than brown yeah. fat. You like you know uh, on lazy radio shows and stuff, they'll say call in with disgusting words, and everyone rings in with moist. Well, yeah. I think that uh, brown fat might be the new one uh, for that. Could be the podcast moist, couldn't it? Brown fat is the moist of the podcast yeah. world because it is. There's nothing good that can come from brown fat. Uh. Like white fat's lovely. White fat it means uh, a healthy animal. Uh, it means if you render that fat a little bit, you've got a little treat at your end, end of your chop or the, or the top of your steak, or as as we have uh, demonstrated at a pub together, Lauren Clark, yes. you'll slice it off and I'll just slowly <laughs> pick, pick it and eat it because you won't eat it and I will. But brown fat, uh, now yes. this is where we, do, we don't want to touch brown fat, nor do you want to eat yellow fat, which I think means the animal's not as happy. different fats? Oh, I don't know any of this and I'm very well, glad about stay it. stay cold, burn the brown fat. And that's where the, the cold showers and stuff come in. But no, I, I, I haven't resorted to the cold showers. showers. But terrible. at the same time, I didn't resort to the tights. Now, Lauren Clark. Yes, <laughs> Good to be back. We, we, we just have verbal diarrhea just can, because we haven't done this for I know. so long. Go ahead. Can, can we say thank you, everybody? Because we did have lots of people getting in touch to say, does the podcast still exist? We miss you and you're... Uh, Several people being rather rude, um, but also really? uh, we just want to say thank you to everybody. But, but can we say a particular um, hello to Maddie, Madeline, oh, okay. who has not been uh, as well as she should be, um, and so and got in touch in, with a very nice note to us both. And so thank you to her, Stuart. Yes, what have you been up to? You've been you've been burning the candle at. All of its ends. Then yes, there is no there is no candles left in this house. That's why I had the heater <laughs> on. There's barely a flame to be lit or right. a wick to be lit. Yes. But uh, well, look, I want to start, and it's a shame that we can't start with something more prop. Uh, prop uh, what's the word? Oh, the, positive. I couldn't even think of the word. Right, yeah. I don't even say it that often. No, but you don't. Uh, Lauren Clark. Yes, it's from one of our favourite segments uh, oh. that we haven't done for some time. Oh. Uh, and uh, it's one you subscribe to. It's one our listeners embrace, and it's uh, oh god, well-known title, and it's no longer working. But official title is "People Are the Worst." Oh, Lauren people Clark. are the worst, people, <laughs> and aren't they? Yeah. Because uh, except and, when they're not, and then they're amazing. Yeah. Well, no, there are there are good ones, but then you know, it's it's like um, a, a good deed yes. is easily erased yes. by even a lesser bad deed. 
you know, you look at that's if you look at the negative too harsh. And, and right. I've been listening to a lot of, uh, <laughs> even though I've been recording podcasts, I've been listening to a lot of mindset podcasts, and I'm hmm. going to have to get my mind right hmm. because I went away uh, a little uh, last weekend, or hence a bit of my uh, absence it involved me going to Dark Mofo with the rest of Melbourne. Uh, to catch a, a band from the UK called Electric Wizard, yes. uh, who were a lot of fun, yes. um, and, uh, and and Hobart itself, what a spot! I oh, mean, if you Hobart's haven't been to Hobart, I, I, <laughs> Listen I can't. To you, you sound like a, you just sound like <laughs> I don't know. You sound like the kind of person that you usually take the piss out of. <laughs> well, I'm changing from whom you usually extract the piss. Okay, we'll continue. Right. Well, is. if you haven't it's been to Hobart, it is it is one of uh, is one of the hidden gems. Not so hidden anymore. It's now the uh, the it's got the property market, the highest growing property market in Australia, which is causing a lot of homelessness. Oh, here we go. And uh, well, it yes. is. It's causing no, homelessness a, and displacing a, a lot of long term residents. That's that's a ding because you uh, everybody needs to just quietly notice how often. Uh, Stuart introduces a real estate fact into the conversation at the moment. It might give you a little bit of a hint about some of the work, the candles that he's been burning. Anyway, Stuart, no, uh, you're Clark. right that about is, that. Uh, that is out of line. No, it's not. You're right about that. By the way, everything I do gets subjected to analysis. Everybody yeah. knows about my life now. I started this podcast going, oh, we're not going to go do anything, but nobody will know about anybody's life. Oh, no. Mm. You come in here and you go, so kids, eh, and <laughs> stuff, <laughs> you tell everybody about every single thing I do and then right. I so much as gesture towards a comment about your life and, oh, no, very much out of line. Now, but there are, are certain things out of bounds. You are so right. Ru- oh, yeah. I mean, look, if you want to put the podcast in jeopardy, be my guest. Oh, you but are I, I have so to, outrageous. I, I must maintain a podcast persona and a real-world persona. Really? Stuff. And screw the, gu- screw the boundaries between mine. Mine are – anyway, listen. Your boundaries, you're a public person. I am – Oh, GTH. Look. Listen – you well, you did make a good point though about mm. the the I've got a friend who lives in Hobart oh. and who is very um very concerned Arty. and he's quite the activist about right. um homelessness in Hobart and how right. it is completely it's become like the kind of flip side now to explain why that's happened mm. No, you tell me. Oh, well, basically uh the homes in Hobart were very well priced uh if you don't know Hobart, it's basically it, – it sits at the foot of Mount Wellington and it rises up uh, to the lower parts of the mountain. So you have beautiful uh, views of the water. There's a, there's a you know, there's boats in, in the, the Derwent there and, uh, of course, we have the annual Sydney Hobart race that ends there. So it's got a very sort of uh, – being on the water, it has a very long history, a, a maritime history. Um, pleasure craft and the like, and of course Mona being down there as well, and the ferries from Elizabeth Street Wharf that can just fer- whisk you away. Uh, there's AFL play down there. The, the food scene and the the wines uh, of the Tasmanian region, and mm-hmm. uh, but the South itself uh, is it's caught on. It's become uh, a little more cosmopolitan than it once was, and people were visiting it and going, "Hang on." Uh, houses here about eighty k. So what happened was, uh, uh, people were buying up, and then the rush began from the mainland, and everyone started buying. Up. And over a short amount of time, the the house prices are quite expensive. Now the problem with that is, a if you are a young person there and you want to get into the market, it's a hell of a lot harder now than it once was, yeah. especially if your earnings haven't gone up exponentially with the uh, cost of housing. Uh, and secondly, if you merely, oh not merely, if you are a renter. 
uh, and you're a long-term resident of the area. Mm. Uh, you're being pushed further and further to the fringes because a lot of the people investing in real estate in Hobart are from the mainland and are then choosing to use their properties as an Airbnb, for instance. Uh, I know thus, somebody who uh, does this. Yeah, thus uh, leaving people without long-term accommodation prospects if they don't own a property. And so uh, as people are pushed to the fringes and then those that can't even afford the fringes uh, are then uh, rendered homeless if there's not enough help from uh, the government or whatever else. It, it, so it, look, there was a lot of hoo-ha and fanfare about the, you know, this sort of economy and the ha-ha, goodbye cabs and uh, hotels go die. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it also, we, we haven't seen, <laughs> we're starting to see the social yeah. ratifications of such things. I love uh, conversations like this because it's like yeah. that thing that you and I figured out one time about how, like, so my mum's house is on a street that she reckons, she's she's lived there, you know, since I was 16 or whatever, mm. and she reckons that in the last five years, mm-hmm. people have for some reason started using it as a tearaway zone to go from one part of, like to duck down the street oh, rat run. and rat run mm-hmm. from one from one bit of that, that main road to that other main road. Mm-hmm. And she said, never used to happen. She couldn't understand it. And, really? I, and you and I were like, it's the apps. <laughs> it's the oh. traffic apps. It's the fact that like, you know, um, like I put in a thing in my phone and it tells me the quickest way to get somewhere. Because you're, and it you're tells a known rat runner. You tell me that I'm a known rat runner. You are. You known drive by through you service stations. To yeah. be a rat runner. Yeah. I admitted once in 1945 to having dipped through a service station very slowly, quietly, and carefully on one occasion. And you mm, have... ran over an attendant. Oh. <laughs> Some bloke filling up his tyres with air, just got his legs run over. His children watch from the back seat on their way to holiday while his wife had to then drag him in. And operate the pedals while he steered all the way Not to Phillip Island. Now, a great uh, deal of anything you ever say about me is true. But anyway, yes. so your mother is now a victim of rat running. No, so what I'm saying sort of a karma is karma sort of situation. No, karma. so what I'm saying is that there are these little sort of side effects that people don't think about yeah, yeah. for things like that, which seem like you know, and also not to mention the fact that everyone was like, "Hey, screw the cabs and screw the big companies and the monopolies and things," and then all of a sudden they realise that Uber is <laughs> like a terrible corporate citizen. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just that, that still a good service though, isn't it, Uber? Oh yeah, it's <laughs> still a good service. We got it. Look, we got a taxi from Hobart Airport to our Airbnb, and yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm going to go to hell for this holiday. And um, well, in, in fairness, it was our friends. We we got it from friends, so it wasn't like right. we we um, you know went on the website and did it. And so and and we and it cost about fifty or sixty bucks to get mm. to West Hobart. Mm. And so on the way home, we and then for the rest of the trip, and plus the guy just was angry or whatever. There seems to be a bit of anger amongst the cab community at the moment, especially you know the, uh, if you're part of the taxi family group that uh, like to protest. Yes, yeah, I went to uh, when I, when I you got your bell ready. Oh. When I went to Brisbane for a day to work, remember they f- they flew me up and they flew me back, and you yeah. had a packet of chips and didn't have a whiskey. Yep, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway. When I did that, I'd forgotten about that. When I I did that, uh, I got, I think I told you this at the time, but I got a cab because they did not, I wasn't allowed to not get a cab because of the company. Like the company had a, like, it has to be a cab or we don't pay you back. I thought that was because of receipts and stuff. 
something like that. Anyway, no. so it was so I got a cab. Now I my experience with the cab was fascinating because the cab driver in Melbourne has Ubered his whole setup. So you get mm. into this cab, it is a nice car because he paid for it. He mm -hmm. said I was given an option and I decided I'd pay for the thing. So he got a really nice car. He's got he gives you a water and mint on arrival. Oh, you know, yes. like he's he's totally cab he's totally um Uber fired it and he gives it's you his really card and he goes, Now just call you. me. Just call my number, text right. me, whatever. Yeah. And so <laughs> and so um so you it personalizes the service. So when mm. I got when I, and when I was arriving in and he got my flight number. So when I was arriving back, he was like, uh, "Hi, Lauren. Looks like you've just landed. I'll be out the front in five minutes." And I got this wow. text message from him, and that's from a cab because the cabbie is like, "This is my business. I know how to make a good business, just like the Uber cats do." And he wasn't angry, that's and he smart. said. Yeah, he was fascinating. He was really interesting. Because a lot of people are lazy. They think they just drive a car around and uh, grunt and uh, <laughs> look at you sideways if you smell like half a can of something and uh, expect a tip. So, yeah, that's very interesting, Lauren Clark. Yeah, well, it was an interesting ride. He also told me, I think I, t I bored you about this at the time, but he told me that, Mel that the Melbourne airport owns all of the land it surrounding it all the way out to like a stupendous, I can't remember, it's like, it's a lot of land yeah and that has all sorts of effects on all kinds of things um and he gave me like it was it was kind of like the rat running story like and and your like airbnb thing like all of the kind of things that you wouldn't consider hmm. that happen as a result of that anyway he's a really interesting guy i've got his card if you need a cab if anyone needs a cab he's there <laughs> next week's podcast sponsor that's thirgio and he can pick you up anytime with a mint now Lauren Clark, uh, yes, we're back to the. I don't know how we got. Anyway, yes. just to finish, this is in part part of the podcast, really. But uh, and and the Uber back to the uh, airport, thirty eight yes. bucks. So oh, right, yeah, totally. From the people are the worst files, and <laughs> yes. so yes. I was away, and uh, my dear housemate was allowed to use the car in my absence, of course. Oh, so kind. Well, we we consider ourselves a bit of a Saudi Arabia around here now. Uh, if I'm not looking, she can use the car. Oh and my so, God. well, I'm not entirely happy about it, but you know, I'm progressive. So, <laughs> the thing is, uh, so uh, the housemate drove down to the shops because, mm -hmm. of course, I was expecting dinner when I got back from Tassie. Oh, and it's just, yeah. It's not true, obviously. I know, I know, but it's not funny either. But it's Continue. supposed to be funny because I <laughs> the funny thing is, it's actually reverse in, in this uh, household. I, I do all the cooking, cleaning. I know cleaning that. And, but nobody uh, else. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I'm not saying that, Dan. If you hear this i am not i do not endorse this no dan is well interesting would you like me to answer that question because you have told everybody about my oh. life so here's who dan is uh -oh. no i'm not <laughs> going to talk about dan come on anyway. tell me what you were telling me what were you well, saying well i get back uh, from hobart yes and we, we have our annual our, you know as you do when you get back from holidays you go out to the garage and say show me what's wrong with the car and so on this inspection, because I took out my photos, pre-holiday photos, and I looked around, and there's a massive scrape down the side of the car. Oh, God. Yes. Like the wheel arch is bunged, and there's a scrunch and a schnang. And I said, what happened here? And she said, some P-R-I-C-K. Yeah. Smashed into our car. Well, your car, we're housemates, we, we don't mm. share automobiles, mm. and drove away without leaving a number. And, I, and you know, 
I said, that's such a Lauren Clark thing to do. <gasps> and, you know, it, we just could not believe. Weren't you the what? one that driving away hitting cars and not uh, leaving notes? Oh, no, you saw no. someone. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> you are so outrageous. <laughs> what actually happened was I witnessed somebody do it and I oh. went, ran in to get the put the kids inside and then ran out to get the and the person had gone and the car had gone. Well, where were you when our car was getting attacked? Because now... <laughs> so I knew it was my fault somehow. <laughs> yeah, well, who else's fault is it? It may have been your car that hit it. So anyway, it yeah, just I, made me think... That would involve yeah. me going anywhere near your house. Anyway, yeah. Well, that is true. It, it just made me think, how do people some worst. people conduct themselves in Here's their day-to-day? Yes. Here's one for you. So... Uh, the neighbours in my street have been, as you know, complaining about the male thief, uh-uh. right? There's this a male ongoing thief. thing still happening. Ongoing thing still happening. And apparently no. they've contacted the police and they've said, and police know that this is this ongoing dude who just comes around and steals a male. No one's had a New Yorker in your street for weeks and everyone is still <laughs> culturally deprived. Wow. <laughs> wow. Pretty well, proud of that joke, to each other going, What's Pretty happening proud. in the world? Oh, where's the books? <laughs> Who's read the latest? I have no opinions. I have no opinions. Continue. (laughs) Anyway, so, so, (laughs) um, what the hell was that? Oh, yeah. No more. So, no mail, right? Um, Hang on. I just need to do this. Yeah. No no mail. Mail's been going missing, right? Hmm. And people's identity have been stolen, including somebody up the street who's like works in the police or something, not in the police, but like somewhere where having your identity stolen is a real pain in the bum. Mm. Anyway, and so uh, we, I think I told you guys, we got a doorbell, which you, which is a camera so you can look um, yep. through it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because I think I've told you this before too, but like the doorbell rings. If somebody goes to the door, mm-hmm. the doorbell rings on my phone. That's so right. I can and, be and somewhere they, else and I can say yeah. hi to the mail guy. Can you just leave that at the door? Thanks. And he's like, yep, cool. So he leaves at the door wow. and he goes, what's Did this cost more than 500 bucks to set up? No. Right, okay. And he goes, uh, what, what's your name for the order? And I just say my name and he goes, cool, see you later. And he puts the thing down. Anyway, so it's a really good system, blah, blah, blah. I just leave the door open. What? Just then throw it inside. Like unlocked, I mean, not right open. Say, so look, it's right inside. <laughs> I'm just upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, so... He, but the other day, the neighbour from downstairs texts me and it's a photo of her. There's a laneway next to her house mm-hmm. and down that laneway, there's just mail spread. So what the guy does is he goes around, he steals people's mail and then he goes to her laneway, mm-hmm. looks, opens it and goes, takes what's good and just oh. leaves all the other crap down the laneway. And so I was like, oh, we'll have him. If he went past our place, we'll have him on the thing. Mm-hmm. And he, sure enough. He rode his bike past our house, came up to our door. This is at three o'clock in the morning or something. Looked in our bin. Okay, for what? I don't know. Maybe discarded. I hope he wasn't looking for pizza crusts because there'd be none. (laughs) 
Exactly. He might have got himself half a carrot and uh... <laughs> some quinoa. Hope you like quinoa, quinoa mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Quinoa and anyway. carrots for you, Fifi. <laughs> anyway, so no, he's looking in there for ID stuff. I'm sure. Opens. The, you should always. You should always um, tear up your bill. I do. Yeah. I throw the. I tear off my dress off the top and put it in the bin. And then yeah, he and he was. Oh, but it wasn't the rubbish bin. It was recycling. So that's what makes me think that that's why he's doing that. Anyway, mm. so he does that, and he's then looking he for old up. manuscripts. So he. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I've heard she's a this, yes. she's a writer. She's this magnificent. One. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway, mm. <laughs> oh, these New Yorkers will go well with that. <laughs> exactly. So I um so she put he puts the lid down and then he heads off, and the whole time it's like I was like oh my god he's looking right into the camera he's looking right into the camera I cannot see his face and I said to the jackpot mm. maybe she's jackpot, been five hundred the jackpot's been saying and he's bought another one that's a proper <laughs> camera because this isn't a proper camera it's just like a part of a doorbell that's fun you know yeah. <laughs> but he's like no we need to put a proper camera up and we need to put it in a different angle and stuff because we there's been stuff going on in the laneway anyway mm-hmm. and it was. You know, you know the jackpot. It was on sale. Mm-hmm. It was all fairly cheap. And in fact, surprisingly cheap because I allowed the purchase, which yeah. I usually, if it's technology, I always get second pass. Yep. So I go, all right, yeah, we get that one. So he's got it, but we haven't set it up because oh, I really need to set that up because I said, he's looking right to the camera. You cannot see his face. What's happening? Is there light? What is that? Mm. The jackpot reckons he's wearing a mask. So there is a person who goes around at 3 o'clock in the morning with a mask on, stealing people's mail, then goes down the laneway, tears it open, picks out the bits, steals people's identities, uses their money. Like, it's just like... If you're that organised, you've got to get a job. Like, you you know, you've got to actually, like, you know. He lives with his parents or a parent, I'd say, who's elderly. Oh, I love this. What's your take? Well, I think he lives with an elderly parent. He may be uh, slower than the average bear or uh, just very very well pampered even. Uh, Yeah. Uh, he he looked kind of with it and quick and young. If he he was a crook, I would imagine he wouldn't just... Uh, continue in that little area because he, he realised so it was dumb. hot. So yeah. I think he's a, just a local uh, numbskull yeah. uh, that has uh, criminal tendencies or he probably thinks he's he's doing his job in some respects, but I'm doing a job or he thinks he's a master criminal. Yeah. He's just leaving garbage in the same spot and just hitting the same homes and was he wearing gloves? Uh, look at your camera. Mm. Uh, look at the camera you know, you? I don't think he's going to be too hard to find and you might find that... Uh, and Mama won't be very happy when uh, yeah. <laughs> when son's taken away for a little enforced holiday. Uh, but he's a good boy. Oh, no, he's not. He's a pain. Yeah, he's right. a pest and he's yeah. a menace. And we've got to speak. We don't want to lock him up forever because that's just uh, the criminal uh, education home or whatever they call it, criminal university. I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah, universities, education homes. I've not been to university. <laughs> But, um, you haven't been to an education, education home? home. Look, I, I didn't actually get the grades to get to an education home. Did I say grades? I meant marks. And I didn't get the marks to go to an education home, unfortunately. <laughs> so I now steal mail around the inner city. Lauren Clark, how the hell oh. uh, do the listeners get in contact with us? We have well and truly overstayed our welcome this morning. Yes. Please let them know. Okay, we can get, people can find us at Stupidly Big. We're stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. We can give us a rating or a review of five stars or more, please. Well, well, haven't had, a, haven't had yeah. one of those for a we while, had a surprisingly. For a while. Yeah, so it goes hand in hand. It really does. But we've mm. loved hearing from you. Please get in touch and say hello. Um, and thanks very much for your patience. It is we're slightly, slightly, slightly slapdash and haphazard at the moment. Oh, hang we'll, on. Yes. Before you go, we just yes. have to remind everyone about the Fitzroy Diaries. 
Now, we it's do. beginning on Radio National, that bastion of arts and intelligence. Yes. And fine radio on the 16th yes. of July, 2018, amongst the, the sort of crumbling, no, troubled no, ABC. No, no, no. RN's a killer. And I love it to pieces. And, yes. uh, and I do. That's, that's my listening home, except when I turn over to news radio at midday to listen to All Things Considered, which I love listening to the, the NPR do people. It's so oh, adorable do, that you I like All them. Things Considered. Why? I, because it's just so, it's just so um, kind of nurturing and loving. <laughs> I just like it. It is. It's like, it's it's like, a, it's it's like a warm hug. It's a warm hug, but it's a smart warm hug. Yeah, and, it is actually. Uh, and it, it gives you an insight into you know US what's going on in the US without necessarily all the hoo ha and boomba and sometimes there is a bit of boomba and sometimes there is a bit of hoo ha but at the end yeah. there's a cup of cocoa and totally uh, yeah. have you ever heard all songs considered I don't the, like music the, anymore I've the, decided <laughs> I know you told I'm me that about music. a couple of years ago mm. <laughs> I'm off music those I think were I had the a bad experience with it and I it's like when you eat a bad <laughs> piece of fish. And it sends you off your game, and it's going to take a lot to give you. But although I have been investigating new music of late, mm. but I'm not ready to listen to uh, someone on the radio tell me about it. No. But also, don't forget if yes. uh, if you don't get uh, Radio National, the podcast version yes. is probably starting when Lauren Clark. Yeah, twenty seventh so, of July. You're so much better th- at this than I am. It really oh. is amazing. We did we did tell people different dates, so some mm. people be confused. I actually got a text from somebody saying at the ABC. No, no, no. Somebody oh. saying, uh, I don't know, somebody who listens to the pod who said, yeah. uh, what, uh, when's the thing? And I went, oh, I should update everyone. So the pod- podcast has been put back. It's not starting till the 27th. 27th. Yeah. So, which is exciting. And Cut on radio from next, oh no, two weeks from yesterday. So yeah, it's Monday, for, yesterday fortnight. That's vaguely terrifying. <laughs> I know. Star- starring Stuart Farrell, because you do uh, need a reason to want to listen to it. Hardly starring. It's a, it's a wonderful piece. You, you were talking about warm uh, NPR hugs? Yes. This, I think, may may uh, get a run on NPR, because this is like a, a hug from your nana wearing a mohair uh, blanket oh. with <laughs> a bucket of cocoa <laughs> and, uh, and, and her famous garlic rissoles. So still be give you a hug. I love that it's your nan giving us all a hug. Well, she was a good hugger. She's, I she was wish great. I'd met your nan. She sounds oh, like she a was total great. cracker. She was great. I always remember her walking up uh, Gow- Gowrie Street and Bonwick Street in Faulkner. Uh, she yep. walked like a trooper and she'd always have a loaf of Vienna bread on one side and probably a bucket of KFC on the other. But she <laughs> always uh, fed us well and uh, at KFC was only a treat, of course. Kentucky chicken. <laughs> Butter is better. Butter is better to be. Kentucky chicken, good to me. <laughs> this is so not like my grandma. Uh, all right, Stuart Farrell. Well, we will see you uh, at some point, tomorrow. <clears throat> possibly tomorrow. We will be in touch. And thanks, everybody, for listening. See you then. Bye-bye.